Quantum Conversations, your portal to the inner realms. Access infinite possibilities, infinite mastery, and infinite love. Mind-expanding, heart-opening conversations with some of the greatest spiritual teachers, luminaries, and healers of today's world. Usher in new earth by living in your sacred heart. Quantum Conversations is brought to you by AcousticHealth.com, home of music from the universe, online healing retreats, and this program. Claim your free registration to daily shows at AcousticHealth.com. AcousticHealth.com, your portal to the inner realms. Our program starts shortly. Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. As we fully step into our mastery, I am pleased to present to you a system buster and now a way shower of living in the 5D. This is a vibration that we hold. It is outside of the matrix. And my guest today is lightworker Tracy Kenline, who is a trained psychotherapist assisting lightworkers, starseeds, and earth angels to awaken and integrate their soul light. Tracy, thank you for being here. Welcome to Quantum Conversations. Thank you so much, Lauren. I'm so excited to be here and be talking with you. Yes, we just had a little giggle moment there because <laughs> yeah. I think that was part of your system busting to just tell everyone we are here to not be so serious and let's have fun. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> and no no rules. No rules. Okay. <laughs> this is going to be a fascinating conversation because you are living in the fifth dimension. So we're going to talk about that today and what it means to really exit the matrix. First, let's talk about you and your awakening. You were a system buster and maybe you didn't know this for a while, but what did that entail? Um, well, you know, that's the, the word awakening for me when I was, I guess, trying to awaken when I was in the system, in the matrix, uh, at times earlier, not knowing I was a system buster, but as I started to get more involved in ascension, um, I got very frustrated with what the word awakening was because um, I felt like it wasn't happening in this dramatic way of, you know, other people's stories, other lightworkers and starseed stories. Um, you know, they had these dramatic stories and, I, or these dramatic experiences where they, you know, had psychic abilities and, you know, they had a, this amazing magic council they talked to and, lightning you know, bolts. Right. yeah, lightning and the lightning bolts. bolts and all these things that happened overnight and, and mine was very slow. So, 
you know, all I can, um, I guess that gives me the confirmation is when I was a young child, I was very awake. I mean, I knew that I felt God in everything. I felt it in the space between the walls. I felt it in the space in the furniture. I knew that, you know, like the, that prime consciousness was in all things. I never felt alone. And I found a lot of solace. Um, I, you know, I grew up in a pretty large city in the U.S. and I found a lot of solace in the city gardens. Um, kind of like, um, I mean, one of my favorite books as a child was The Secret Garden. And because I related to that, because that's where I would go and I could go into, you know, the other consciousness, you know, that was not the system, that was not the matrix. Um, so I had that experience when I was younger, um, you know, school age, about elementary school. And around junior high, I would say that it started to turn off. And um, I can't say I was really upset about it at that time. I was upset, uh, got upset about it later when I started to work on my ascension in my 20s and 30s. But um, when I, uh, I guess, I, you know, what was happening is I had, you know, my experience of, I think, you know, what is really real, like the awareness that we are one and the awareness of, you know, consciousness and, and all of this. Um, and as I, it started to turn off, I went into the system and, you know, heavy into the system. I actually moved to a very conservative suburb and I lived there, uh, went to, um, a conservative college and, um, also I had parents who had a lot of the matrix coding. And so through my twenties, I was trying to, I would say I was going through the fourth dimensional process of like trying to get into 4d, get out of the system, break the codes, drop, you know, the codes in the lineage, all of that. And, you know, started going into four into 4d consciousness. And then um, I would say over the past five years, what, what transitioned into 5d and so it was all very um non-dramatic and very like sensible right we don't have to be hit over the head (laughs) right and i wanted to you know my ego wanted that my ego wanted these dramatic stories that everyone talked about it because it seemed easier to for it to happen overnight um but I think that it's, I don't, I don't know if there's really an easier or harder if it happens overnight or if it happens like it did with me. Um, you know, what I realized with the comparing me to other star seeds and other light workers, why is my experience not like their experience? Why am I not having, you know, all of these magic, what seemed to be these magical things happen was I realize now that I was, my role or my mission was to self-source completely and to not feel like I had things outside of myself, like um, a voice or a guide or uh, channeling. Um, I didn't have those as, um, I guess, they might have uh, been like crutches, felt like crutches to me. 
And so I had to cap, I had to keep turning back on myself and going within to tap into source. Well, that was a journey of ease and grace. And I know it's not all ease and grace. The awakening and the shift in consciousness requires dedication and yes. commitment to it and, and faith, a lot of faith and trust. And so I love that you were a child and connected to nature and then turning it off in junior high. I guess that's just what happens so much as teenagers. We just want to conform and fit in. Right. And then the synchronicity of me moving to a conservative mm -hmm. suburb of the city when I started junior high. So I kind of got slammed, you know, <laughs> I got slammed into the matrix and I was yes. in there through, you know, junior high through my 20s and into my 30s. Okay, so you spoke of dropping the codes and the lineage and moving into 4D consciousness and 5D consciousness. And this is what seems to be the path of, of all of us, right? We do have this coding. We could even call it mind control. In a mm -hmm. way, it is. So what was that like then to to drop these codes, to identify them and drop those codes? Well, I guess that's where, you know, you would say, you know, it's, it's a, it's a journey of ease and grace, but it's also, uh, it's also work. So mm -hmm. that was work. I mean, you know, every time you're like, yay, I dropped this, uh, code and, you know, scarcity and poverty programs that ran through my family line, I dropped it. And, you know, happy and, and relieved. And then I would come up against another one, another code, you know, down my family lineage or just in the collective that I was, yes. you know, that I had of, by being a human being here on the planet. Mm -hmm. So I dropped the codes by just, you know, doing a lot of work and a lot of it was intentional. So that's another thing that when I'm working with uh, my clients is that it it doesn't have to be like really out there, fancy um, and, you know, blingy and, you know, that stuff is great too. But if, if they can't see, like I couldn't, you know, I felt blind at times and I was like, why don't I have these crutches of these, you know, amazing psychic six senses that I'm seeing other starseeds have? You know, I also felt blind, but I just kept pushing ahead, like with the intention. And I've seen amazing work if I just say, like, if you cannot see it, if you can't feel it, you know, just just try it. And so they will. And when they do, it works. Beautiful. We're going to hear some more about how that works for your clients and how you assist them and what that truly means to make this little shift. We could call it codes. I'm more familiar with it as like layers, right? Mm -hmm. It seems like layers, but this is the same thing. And another thing that I love is that this awakening that we were talking about, waiting for, for me, around 2012, December 21st, 2012, I was expecting some sort of like, you know, they talked about eight seconds of a, a, a blissful 
moment or maybe it's like an ecstasy fest where the whole world's on ecstasy and just feels this love. And I actually got very depressed when I came home from a trip I took to Peru mm-hmm. because I didn't see that. And um, <laughs> yes, what, I I know now, what I know now is just what you said, Tracy. It has happened, and it's been happening, and it happens one heart at a time. You did yours with ease and grace, and you did it by the intention. And we don't have to to look at others and say, ooh, that's cool. How am I going to experience it? We experience it by shifting and choosing pure, unconditional love. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, that's interesting. I was actually, I wanted to talk about this was about the 2012 thing is that I started really pushing um, the consciousness and ascent, my consciousness and and ascension path um, probably around 2005. And so a, a very good friend of mine who was also really working on ascension and, um, we were both going through, you know, a very powerful, like spiritual path and a lot of growth. We had, I think around, um, I think 2008 or something, 2007, 2008, it was before 2012. We got, I, I got so frustrated that it wasn't happening that I, I dropped, I dropped it which is part of the 40 journey. The 40 journey is, you know, the ego wanting to, uh, you know, become enlightened and experience the 5D bliss. And, and I wanted to experience all these things I was hearing about um, and what I imagined it must be by what people were saying. And because I felt it wasn't happening, I just, I just dropped um, all my egoic efforts in 40. I dropped them and my good friend and I said, you know, what are we doing? We're trying to, you know, get here. We're trying to get from A to B. We're trying to get from, you know, 3D, 4D matrix and the coding and, you know, that kind of constriction to whatever we think 5D is and whatever we hear people say it is, but it's not happening. So you know what? Like, let's drop the manual, drop the rule book and let it go. And so I actually chose to shut down because I was so frustrated at that time because it, it was like 2009 and nothing was happening. I felt. And Mm -hmm. so I shut down and I took a job in the system in the public school. I went back into the matrix and I remember it was 2012 and I'm like, why am I in the matrix in 2012? Why is this happening? Um, and I didn't have, you know, the the dazzling experience, et cetera, that mm-hmm. I guess some of us had heard and, you know, maybe fantasized that would happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. I remember there were many light workers that, that got uh, a little depressed. Yeah. But we do know, we do know that it happens one heart at a time. And there is story after story after story of people awakening to this inner knowing of who they are, an aspect of God. We are God, a Mm -hmm. fractal of God. It's beautiful. Now, let's walk through this because... You mentioned 4D consciousness and 5D consciousness and 
the egoic aspects of the 4D. Can you walk us through a little bit more of what that's like? Because you help your clients get there. We can't bypass the 4D. Can you illustrate what this is and what you and others experience? Yeah, so when I was in uh, 4D and when I noticed people are in 4D, there's a lot. The heart is opening. The heart chakra is opening. So in 3D, the heart chakra isn't open. So um, for those of us who, you know, star seeds and light workers who incarnated here, especially system busters, but any of us who have to be in 3D for whatever reason at any time, it feels so miserable. And in my experience, it Mm -hmm. felt abusive because Mm -hmm. the heart chakra isn't open. So people aren't feeling all of their actions. Um, And so... You know, I would just be baffled at how harsh it was and how horrible it felt in the the behaviors of people. Um, But when I went into 4D, 4D was, you know, the heart opening and you start to feel the pain of, uh, you know, the world or, you know, these actions of people hurting each other and this lack of accountability so people not taking responsibility because they mm-hmm. their heart isn't open. Mm-hmm. So they're just doing things. So, but, you know, 40 is really about like, uh, it's a lot of processing. Um, and then the boundaries are not so good in this stage because the heart opens. So the heart is like, mm-hmm. you know, your heart is opening and, and I, you know, you're thinking, well, where do I go? Well, I, I need to find myself, you know, through connecting with other hearts. So I'm just going to go connect with all these hearts and we're all going to connect with each other. And then it uh, can become very entangled and very messy. And um, it doesn't feel so good. And that's where codependency really thrives. Um because people aren't sovereign yet. When you're in 4D, you're not sovereign yet, which is, you know, 5D is sovereign. So um, there's a lot of neediness as the heart opens and that reaching out and looking for other people and courting and entangling. Mm-hmm. And then using modalities, you know, with an agenda, like I'm going to use you know, this uh, new age modality or this consciousness modality, et cetera, to get to 5D. So it's still kind of linear. You know, it's your ego still has an agenda. I want to wake up. So if I do X, Y, Z, I should wake up. And if I don't, I'm going to be mad, which is what happened when I, you know, my friend and I, when we were going through this journey, and around 2008, 2009, I said, well, I've done everything, so I'm done. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't wake up. I'm still frustrated. And I still feel locked into the system. So what's wrong? You know, why isn't this working? <laughs> and so then that was a real surrender of the ego or you dropped yeah. the ego, right? Mm-hmm. So then what's it like then being in 5D? So... 5D is just more peaceful. It's so much more peaceful and the ego doesn't run the show. My ego ran the show with like a a desperation when I was in 3D and 4D, more in 4D, I think, because I felt a lot more. Um, And so 5D is um, 
basically, you know, it's like you're an observer consciousness most of the time. And when I drop into to ego or, you know, being having, you know, human feelings, etc., that is the um, it's much less of a percentage. It's marginal. So it's it's like a converted, it flipped over. So 3D, 4D, my um, ego or like those like constricting kind of torturous human experiences, at least that's how it felt for me. Um, those were most of the time or the worrying about, you know, if I do this, will this happen? You know, all of that kind of linear causality. If I do A, B has to happen, but what if B doesn't happen? And then, you know, there's a lot of, there's the worrying and like feeling tormented about it. And so that drops in 5D, that linear A to B, like all that connection that everything has to cause everything else. That's good. Okay, so I know that we're looking at our own lives and there are questions that come up. I see this a lot. The majority of people listening to this show are in 4D and 5D, but mm-hmm. definitely moving back and forth and not being able to hold the vibration. So talk a little bit about how long it really takes to move through each of those realms and stay there. Yeah, that's a good point about that bobbling back and forth between 4D and 5D. Because, yeah. you know, 40 is the bridge. So. And that's why it's, it's all the clearing because it's the lower vibes that are still in our body that smack us right back down into <laughs> yeah. the, right? Okay. Yes. So yeah, talk about that. Um, so the, uh, the, the bobbling, bobbling back and forth can make you feel very frustrated. I mean, it's, it is frustrating it, and it's a totally valid experience to be going back and forth. I mean, I've had clients that, you know, they, they bob up, they upgrade into the 5D, they have like a great week or two, and then, you know, something happens. There's a trigger and they come to the session, you know, crying because they're like, what the happens is they get pulled back, you know, like you said, they get knocked back down by whatever, you know, programming or triggers. And I can see that they're, they've been pulled back because what happens is they start uh, blaming themselves and uh, judging themselves for not experiencing it in a 5d way. And I, I totally know that because I went through that where it's like, well, I'm not, I'm not perfect yet. You know that cause 5d for me was I had, you know, in my fantasy, it meant everything was perfect. So if I'm struggling, that means that, you know, I've failed. And then that's the the ego again, that spiritual ego that's like, I'm supposed to be perfect and never struggle. And so when you're in 5D and you're having um, a moment (laughs) where you get triggered or, you know, you're feeling limitations or struggle, you know, all of these same things, um, I feel the experience is just different where I'm like, yes, I'm having now having uh, an experience or a struggle or, or a trigger, but this doesn't mean that I'm going backwards. It just means it's happening. And that's where the observer self 
the 5D observer self, it just watches without judging mm-hmm. and beating yourself up. Yes. Again, that observer consciousness, the awareness of the trigger, let's say, or that which pulls us out of the bliss and living in the heart, then just the awareness of that, I would say, is a large part of the work, probably like 90% of the work, wouldn't mm-hmm. you say? Yeah, yeah. And um that is, you know, that's liberation is that's when liberation. you can watch because yes. you're not, you're not in it, um, beating yourself up. You're, you're, I, I always, I, what I always see is like, there's a forest, you know, the forest um, for the trees, that expression where, um, when you're, when we're in 5D, we are above our forest and we're looking down at our forest and we have this great perspective. And our 3D or 4D self is down inside the forest and can only see the trees. It can't see out of the trees and it doesn't have that perspective. But you feel, I feel, you know, like that all these parts of myself are connected. So when I can't see why or what the purpose of something is or when I need to make a decision, you know, how do I make that decision? I know, hey, you know what? I'm down in the forest because I'm on earth now and I have to live an earthly life. I have to engage. I have to make decisions. I have to work. You know, I have to have relationships. So I need to make decisions on the ground and Mm -hmm. I might not be able to see, but then um, the 5D observer self can say, you know, they're just witness. Like, and I guess the, the other caveat to this is, um, a constant checking in. And so that constant checking into the heart consciousness and also for me, the third eye, so the third eye and heart so that they're, they're like in coherence. And so when I'm, I'm constantly checking in, like, does this feel right? Because I'm in, in that forest and I, you know, understand that I'm down on the ground and I can't see, but if I check in, and it's telling me, my internal GPS is telling me, keep going north, proceed with this decision, I do it. And when I was in 3D and 4D, I did not. I, I didn't listen to my intuition and take action. That way it felt so blind. So I made decisions from my um, linear, my logical thinking, and I often, often regretted the decisions I made. And once I converted over to making decisions with that like GPS check-in, which feels very blind when you're, you know, converting over and you're practicing this for the first time or newly practicing it. Um, But once you start doing it and you see the results of making life decisions from this place, you can't, you, you know, you can't go back. And, you know, your life just keeps getting expanding, getting better and better, resonating, you know, uh, aligning with, you know, your heart, your soul versus when you're in 3D, 4D, you feel in a lot of conflict because you're not making the decisions from the heart. Your heart will give you the some of that um, like intuition and information, but then your mind 
takes over and starts reasoning your way out of it. And then you're in the forest, your heart GPS is saying, go north, you know, follow, follow this. And your mind says, that's not logical. Go to the left. And so I often would go to, in this example, to the left with, you know, regretful results. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I know we can all look back and see those experiences when we did not follow our intuition. So this is an interesting part of the conversation because I know there are many who would just love to learn more of how you step into the 5D observer self and do the constant checking into the heart consciousness and the third eye Mm -hmm. and tapping into that really. What does that mean for you or what it's truly like to be in heart consciousness? Because some would say, I don't know how to ask from the heart or the third eye. Mm -hmm. So you mean like in making decisions, like in engaging? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's, it is, it still can be difficult, at least in my experience in 5D, because when I am making a decision that I'm feeling guided to do, if I talk to it, talk about this upcoming decision that I'm thinking about, if I talk about it with other people, mm-hmm. they have opinions and it can throw me off. And so I have to disentangle, you know, that's that 4D entanglement where you get into into codependent entanglement with people and you don't do things or you do do things because of what other people are saying. So, I mean, yes, I, I guess a a personal example is, you know, uh, that I just went on a trip to India Mm -hmm. and to, I had, I guess, kind of like two a polarized, polarized camps where I had the one camp was like, no, 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 no. And then the, a smaller number of people were in the yes camp that were like, go live your life, you know, like trust your intuition. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And so that's where, I mean, that comes up every day, you know, yes. and I tell my clients that it's like, this is going to happen every day where you're going to have to listen yourself. And Mm -hmm. it's, it's your choice to talk to people just like I did. I talked to people, but you have to be able to handle what you're going to hear and you've Mm got to go back in to Mm -hmm. the heart. The, the, and I say the third eye because that's where I see a lot where I, uh, and it's very simple for me. I just close my eyes and I just, We'll see things and they're metaphorical, you know, like the forest example. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just go with what feels good. And so it doesn't have to make any logical sense. That's it. It feels good. And you're going within. And this mm-hmm. is what you help everyone do. This is what, can you imagine the world when we do this? This is what it means to be in the 5D, to be I want to say maybe a fifth dimensional leader or I love new earth leader because new earth is a frequency that we hold and we act from this heart centeredness of 5D. Yeah. And new earth is new. 
<laughs> so new. It's mm-hmm. not. It's not already done for us. It's not already created for us. And so, I often have to check myself. Like, is this real? Is this really happening? Um, because it's not. It's it's not a building that's already been you know created, built, you know designed and and structured and put up. It's it's not there yet, and so um, it can feel kind of blind. And I think that's why it takes the star seeds and light workers who've already done this in other incarnations, in other um, existences you know, in other star systems, et cetera, who've, we've already done this, but coming here and trying to hold it here takes, it takes strength. Yes, it takes strength. And that's why we're all gathered here to realize that, that what we know within ourselves, what we know we came to the planet for, that that is our truth. We know it deep down. Like when you were a girl you just knew that relationship of God and everything. You saw mm-hmm. God and everything. And so it's beautiful. So you help star seeds now awaken and step into this. When we're talking about creating new earth, we create it in this now moment by being heart-centered, right? In this mm-hmm. fifth dimensional space. It's interesting to see, I guess we can call them the matrix coding, of mm-hmm. competition. So personally for me, that's one thing that I knew I had to do differently. And so I'm working on a new thing myself that is from a fifth dimensional perspective. As you help your clients, you're like a catalyst to move people through this, right? Just making one choice differently. I help them first of all first of all because i have you know worked as a psychotherapist you know that label causes people to you know it's an old paradigm label mm-hmm. and uh but people recognize it so it it's kind of like you know a um label on my storefront that people recognize this is something some kind of modality that could help me and you know somehow i'm being drawn so i'm i'm just going to start start this work but um what happens is people will come to me you know especially if they're coming through the uh psychotherapy paradigm is i'm suffering from anxiety i'm suffering from depression there's something wrong with me and every single time it's i find we find that it's not anything wrong with them it's mm. that they're in the matrix. They're mm-hmm. in the matrix in their job or they're in a matrix relationship or they're, you know, constricted with, you know, a bunch of matrix programs that are just like binding them, you know, like twine around their their body or their heart. And so once we start getting really observant of those and then identifying them and then pulling them, disentangling, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, a flower and the person can just, you know, like a hot air balloon, just boom, like fly up. And then once again, they have that 5d perspective where they can look down and be like, it was flipped. I saw myself and the ego saw myself as, you know, crazy, dysfunctional. Something was wrong with me. 
when really what was what is wrong is you know being entangled or asleep in the matrix system yes and this is where you are assisting so many right now new earth leaders really is what mm-hmm. you're doing and helping to assist on this planet what i think is what blows me away every time is i don't know who is going to be a uh, light worker or star seed when they come in and sit down for that first session or first three sessions. I don't know um, because once we start working together, like uh, the way that I'm working, um, it activates them and then, you know, it just starts like catapulting and the momentum gets amazing. And so, you know, I've seen people within, and I, I think also that it's, it's happening a lot faster now. Like my, <laughs> I mean, yes. what I wish that I had like the nuts and bolts manual, uh, that I ex- explain now. I wish I had that, you know, when I was going through it, you know, over 10 years ago when I was in it kind of like, I guess I could say like struggling or, um, you know, dog paddling and keeping my head above water in 4D, just trying to to make sense of it. Because mm-hmm. you can move through 4D a lot faster than than I had to <laughs> had to go through. Well, you know, as they say, more of those who have done it can explain it. And yes, you can move through so much faster now. Mm-hmm. How would you describe a light worker versus a star seed? Um, I have to say that the more that I've gotten into 5D, the more confused I am getting with the labels. Yeah. And I, I've been using, I am now using Starseed, Lightworker, um, and Earth Angel interchangeably because, um, I, I feel like that it's not mattering that much. The labels aren't mattering as much. What I'm, what, is mattering is that the person comes in and I can start feeling this really strong energy and I recognize it and I'm like this person is a light worker star seed earth angel etc mm-hmm. a way shower you know system buster all of these terms I but I can feel this very strong energy pulsating in them and that is why they're so miserable you know, trying to make it, quote, in the matrix. Yes, exactly. Okay. Well, getting out of the matrix, that is our mission. And I think it would be beautiful to see a world that is sharing. Can you imagine if the whole world begins to share? I know it's going to take some time for that. And we still need to use a currency system How would you say you work in 5D with currency? There's a shift there, too, energetically. Yeah. um, I mean, I still am using money, and I still have uh, bills that I have to pay. But it's an energy, though, right? If, If it's currency, we allow it to flow. It's not like waving a magic wand and saying, I visualize this, but it really is a frequency that if we can hold that frequency, it does provide. Yeah, I mean, you know, I had a lot of uh, poverty and lack programs in my family. 
Mm-hmm. And I've, I mean, I've been working up until, you know, very recently on pulling those out. So I'm still learning that. And I, you know, luckily like star seeds, um, and light workers all have, um, a, I guess a different process in what they master at different times. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I've got, I've been listening to, starseeds light workers about this about money and all of that because i had so much of it it was so heavy in my family line but you know just recently i experienced an upgrade where all of a sudden i just felt like i don't have to worry about money anymore mm-hmm. which which was a a very heavy program that i had and yes. you know my family had which was that you had to worry about money and this very strong grip on it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, That's so calm. now very calm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I think what I'm doing is I'm using that, you know, internal heart GPS with money. And as soon as I start to feel like I'm hustling or pushing for money or, it, or when I start to get down to like how many numbers am I getting the numbers? You know, those are the, the old ways of, you know, manifesting money that was very popular and it still is, you know, of, of manifesting. But for me, it threw me off. It really threw me off. Um, I was working with a marketing company last, um, summer and they did a lot of great things, but they did not have the 5d marketing thing down. And I had to figure that out because mm-hmm. What I was doing was I was doing that old way of manifesting, which was put the number first. Okay, I want this much, uh, you know, mm. in the amount of money, or I want this much in clients that pays this much. And um, it ended up making me feel so stressed that I, once it, you know, that that's where I guess um, I also, I, is a really helpful teaching moment with myself and with clients is when you get over into 5D and you start, you feel pulled back. You feel pulled off like, um, that wobble, you know, and you wobble back into feeling out of your body, not grounded, feeling stressed, feeling, you know, like frenetic energy. Um, I was feeling all of that and I realized it was because I was out of alignment. I was not in 5D with money. Mm-hmm. And so when I, you know, made that conscious decision to disentangle from some of the systems and the protocol of the marketing company. And it's working great for the people who work with this company who are still in the 3D, 4D, but it did not work for me. It it made, I was exhausted, absolutely exhausted emotionally Mm -hmm. and physically. And so as soon as I disentangled and I let it go, yes, I felt like myself again. And that's the key. And so let's talk a little bit more about that because you said some really good things there. And this is part of the 5D leadership that we are stepping into for those that really are feeling the need to, to live this. We are the way showers, right? You are a way shower on this. See the energetic shift that you had. It's mm-hmm. not doing it for the money, but that is the old program. That's the matrix. That's how you actually get out of the matrix is to flip it. Like you said earlier. So we're not doing it for the money. We're doing it for the service and it begins with passion. 
And I've got a little sticky note here. Passion flow is the new cash flow. <laughs> and that's because everything that's new to be created from this heart-centeredness on new earth begins with us. So if we're living in this 5D, we have to look at everything. You looked at the marketing strategies and myself too, as I was doing this show, I don't necessarily like those 3D, 4D strategies. Those are so blatant to us, mm -hmm. aren't they? The hard sell. Yeah. It feel when you're in 5D, it feels like a hard sell. It right. feels very, in a very like egoic pushing and straining. But at the same time, in 5D, if we're living our passion and we're working our mission. This means new, like, for example, in my own business, I don't have contracts. We use agreements. It's a new earth agreement, mm -hmm. right? And so yeah. this is what we have to look at in everything in our business and take steps and do it from there. And I also find that this is what you're, you're speaking of when we are in alignment. The alignment is fueled by our joy as well and being in this open-hearted space, this heart-centered space. Another program that was very hard to, for me personally to get out of when I left the corporate world for good and I started my own venture was this having to sit behind the desk and fill up every hour doing something. Yes. But yes. I find it is more important for me to be out in nature and doing something that I love and honoring the earth because that even makes it flow even better. Mm -hmm. And I mean, when I was trying to work and market and run a business, you know, in the 3D, 4D, being in 5D, I got exhausted much faster, but also because I'm, you know, checking in so often, like, you know, my heart check in that, you know, I'll, I'll often tell clients, you know, they'll be like, oh my gosh, I got thrown off and I had an anxiety attack and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, good. What did that tell you? That told you that you're not supposed to go back to that corporate job. You're not supposed to, um, work, uh, you know, an 80 hour work week anymore. Like you just can't, you've got to let it go. And I had to let some of this, these programs go, you know, when I was doing this marketing protocol last year was, you know, there was a certain number and all of these things. And I just, part of being, you know, 5D leader is, okay, I can't see what's ahead of me because it's not built yet, mm -hmm. but I can feel. Yes. And once I dropped, dropped these old uh, structures, you know, I felt so much better and, you know, all of the, the symptoms that I guess, you know, I feel some client, my clients beat themselves up for are really their um, messages and, you know, they're telling us you're off, go, but, you know, go get out, drop it, go back into 5D, feel yourself relax, feel yourself open. And I feel like we need way more time to be in 5D and I'm still adjusting to that. I mean, because I wasn't ever, you know, a pure and total matrix person, you know, I was a system buster, so I went undercover. So it never was right to me. It never felt right to work in that structure. It always stressed me out. It always made me tired. Um, but now that, 
you know, I'm really stepping in. I think the energies on the planet also are supporting us to be able to be in that, um, in, in the 5D energy more. Um, I noticed that it's like, it's painful to be in the, the old paradigm. Mm-hmm. We hear you with that one. <laughs> so again, thank you for this because it's a reminder of this process and we have to be gentle with ourselves. and it's like working with our muscles. We will get stronger at maintaining that anchorage in the fifth dimension. Yeah. Another thing, you know, that I wanted to say that I also noticed with myself is that when I was in 4D, I felt like it was all on me to ascend. Mm-hmm. It was, it was all my responsibility, all of my effort. And, you know, that's egoic. And so once I, you know, had, I guess the, that dark night of the soul, you know, all the, that, those processes in 4D where the ego, you know, had to disintegrate. And I also consciously intentioned that my ego would disintegrate and that, you know, codes and thoughts would, you know, spin out. Um, but I, I realize now that it's, it's, you know, a cooperative, harmonious process, the ascension in 5D. It's not my, as my ego disintegrated or minimized and the observer self took over more and became like the majority and, you know, converted, um, that I was able to, um, let it happen instead of feeling like I had to do everything. I had to, I was responsible for all ascension and for all ex- all spiritual experience or lack of spiritual experience, etc. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is a topic we have been chatting about on this show too, and the the need to want to help our family make it through this shift as well. That's a part of the aspect of the ego, mm-hmm. right? That we have that to control. And, and we've heard some who are on this ascension path and fully anchored in the 5D. They do report there's no, like there's no egoic on the identity. Sure, it's good to receive acknowledgement for your work, but if that doesn't happen, people who are in that space are not attached to it in a way that we are in the 4D. So that's very interesting. You've really helped us on this call just to shift ourselves more into fifth dimensional and the observer consciousness. Share the process that you use to really be more in the observer consciousness. Um, well, I guess, I mean, what I found, I guess what I'm most passionate about right now in the new earth um, process for all of us is that I really, really want us to stay in our bodies and stay grounded, you know, onto new earth. And, and that is very simple. You know, it's just intention or it's closing your eyes and just visualizing it. But, um, you know, I had my days over 10 years ago where I just wanted to be off the planet, um, in that 4G suffering where I was like, this is horrible. 
<laughs> get me out of here, <laughs> you know, get me back to where, you know, get me back home, all of that. And, um, mm-hmm. but that can, that can all, that can extend the time that you're in 4D because you're just trying to escape, escape, get out of here, you know, and leave. And, um, once I started really coming into my body, you know, and that was like imagining the soul come in and then also listening to my soul and making decisions from what the feeling or the, you know, what I saw when I closed my eyes in meditation. Um, mm-hmm. As I started doing that, like really being like, I intend to be here on earth. So um it was uh, I guess, you know, it was, it was a healing process, you know, to go from 40 where you're like, get me out of here. This is horrible. I don't want to be here. It's miserable. Um, to moving to a feeling of like, I want to be here. I want to be here now. Roll up my shirt sleeves. Tell me what to do. And so I feel like sometimes we can get stuck, like, I guess, you know, pedaling a bicycle that's just in the air and it's not going anywhere when we get too far, uh, like spend too much time on the astral or in the stars or, you know, off planet and not accepting like we chose to be here. We chose to incarnate as light workers and we chose to have a mission here to just hold this vibration. So that means that I need to be here and I can't check, you know, I can't check out. I need to do self care and self love and, you know, have off time and be time being time, etc. But I need to be here. And, um, I hit a point where I could not do meditations anymore that took me off planet or out of my body. That's a powerful reminder. I know you speak to many hearts as you said that. They do resonate with that feeling of not wanting to be here, but it's beautiful because the escape from 4D is surrender. Surrender. Did you have any physical symptoms as you went through this? Here's another interesting thing about you. You have two small children and you've gone through this. You've left the matrix with those children while, and I know that there are some who have young children as well and they're, they're miffed by this. So that is an extra kudos to you. So uh, what they're miffed by having children or not? They're miffed by how to go through this ascension process and still, and and raise kids with the busyness of that and young children. Yeah. So what happened was, you know, I told you how I had shut down and I was basically like, you know, to heck with 2012 and all this, I've done everything and nothing's working. And, and so, um, I was shut down when 2012 happened. And when I had my first daughter, it was 2013 and she opened me up again. So, um, I opened up when she was born. And also what I did Mm. again, intentionally was Mm -hmm. I had been asking, please God, you know, bring me, if I'm going to bring children to this world, please bring me, um, you know, light workers, star seeds, um, earth angels, souls that are coming, coming here to bring light because, you know, I've been in the minority for long enough and I'm just asking out of the kindness, you know, of 
uh, like God energy to bring a tribe in so that, you know, we're, we're in this together. So, mm-hmm. so I asked for that. And then, you know, I had, was pregnant with my first daughter and, you know, I just felt like spiritual energy just coursing through me, pulsing mm-hmm. through me. And that was when I was pregnant with her. And that, that was 2013. And I've been open since I um, was pregnant with her. I just wanted to say, to answer a little bit more about the, um, raising children because I've struggled with this too. Um, being oh, yes. a light worker and being, you know, what does 5D mean when you have children? And d- I went through the same panic of, do I have to leave my children behind if I ascend? <laughs> you know, are they going to be left in the dust? And, you know, right. no, they, they come with me. Um, but, uh, I guess there's just what I would say the difference is, is, with 5D intelligence is you kind of have that, um, with that observer intelligence, you are tapped in and you're aware. So you're aware. I mean, I still have to mm-hmm. change diapers. I was still sleep deprived with infants. You know, I still mm-hmm. had to deal with the, the human, you know, level of like having to push yourself very hard as a parent. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, you're not kicking your feet up. You're, you're doing, you know, hard labor parenting little children. Mm-hmm. And so I had to come to terms with that. Like, I thought this would be heaven, you know, because I, you know, said I'm, I'm going to have, you know, a 5D family. And um, so I just, once again, it's that acceptance of if I feel like things are getting difficult, it does not mean I'm doing anything wrong. It just means that I'm here. And once again, I chose to have a certain human experience, which was I chose to be a physical mother and physically have, you know, two children. Thank you for sharing that because I know it does come up a lot. With the kids coming in today, like your kids are totally wired. They don't have any of that matrix. They are on new earth. You are giving them an incredible space to come in. And that to me is a lot of hope on our planet. Yeah, I, that was another bit of disillusionment that I had was, you know, I prayed for New Earth and and intended and visualized and powered this up to bring in these New Earth, you know, starseed children. And I, we still, you know, they still have their human moments as well. And so I had to come to terms with that too, that, you know, they're, they chose to be in human bodies and live on the earth as well. And so it's not about perfect. That's the ego again is like that they're going to be perfect children. And that was a, a fantasy that I had to, to come to terms with is that they are their own beings just yes. like me. And they're going to be going through processes just like, just like me, just like all of us. Yes, I think that's true for all parents to recognize that too. Yes, I think that's just part of being a parent. That's like a a paradigm that we step out of that we're really here to assist. We don't own the child, right? And And so we are here to just assist them. And it's beautiful to see how those relationships unfold. So beautiful that you have created your little star family here. That's cool. Yes. Your 5D family. And so the sessions, you do personal sessions. What's that like when you 
start to work with someone? How many sessions does it take? I have two packages for starseeds and lightworkers. I, I call what I do new earth psychotherapy. I start with, first of all, helping them identify that they are in the matrix in some form or another. Um, if they are, I mean, you know, in, in most cases, yes, if, if someone is suffering, there's something going on where they're entangled somewhere in the matrix. And so identifying what it is, what it looks like, how does it feel, and that it is totally within their rights to be, you know, experiencing the angst uh, that they're feeling because they are in the old paradigm and they're ready to get out. And so then, you know, get them to learn how to disentangle from it and pull themselves out. Um, and so that's so disentangling and then, you know, learning how to uh, do like the, the inner check in constant inner check in the heart and third eye check ins and then making life decisions from there. Because like what we've been talking about, it's flipped. So people will come in saying, you know, I'm having panic attacks, you know, something's wrong with me. And then we start working on identifying where is the matrix, you know, up and running in your life. And then how is that triggering these symptoms? And then as you start making this, you know, heart-based decisions and heart-based life decisions, you you design a new life. You design a 5D life with your intention and your discernment. And then the suffering and these symptoms start, you know, they, they go down. And so if, if a person feels that again, then it's like, that's just, um, you know, giving you information that somewhere you got entangled again, or there's just another layer of matrix that you're, you're seeing and that you need to disentangle from. And as they disentangle, then they become freer and freer. And then they start connecting with their purpose and bringing their soul into their body. And that's when I get really focused on, like, stay here. <laughs> Don't go off, you know, into the astrals for too long. Like, stay here. Stay in your body. <laughs> really, you know, engage. And, you know, do what you really want to do. Because lightworkers, I find, that you know, they'll have, like, you know, they'll have an itch. They'll have, like, a real fire under them that they're like, I really am supposed to be doing something. And that also can feel pretty torturous, you know, when mm. you're, you know, you, you have that and you, you don't know what to do with that feeling. You have to get out of the matrix first. You really do. We put a name on it and we call it what it is. We can call it BS, belief systems, old programming. It is the matrix and we can see it and you're helping to get people out of it. You have to get out of it, and when you do, you can live your purpose. And I know when you live your purpose, that's the passion flowing forth, and we are supported. And this is embodiment. It mm -hmm. truly is embodiment. You are a 5D life coach offering mm -hmm. new earth psychotherapy. It really is like getting someone onto their new earth feet, right? Onto their own two feet yes. in 5D where we are sovereign and and we do support ourselves in this way and we are supported. 
So, you know, when we were talking about the 5D business, Mm -hmm. it's beautiful to do it because we know what our service is. When we work from our passion and our purpose, we can start doing things based on that. And then because we're still in a currency system, you just set up ways for people to exchange that currency with you. Mm -hmm. Right? And so... It's beautiful. All right, so your sessions will help people along the way to really step into their purpose. I know there's many, many, many who are feeling this. And it does not matter what age or what place on the planet you are in. This is for everyone. Yeah, definitely. I set up the two packages because I, like you're saying, you know, lightworkers are in such different places and they can move at speeds that I can't predict and, and they can't, you know, we we don't know. Once you start activating, you really don't know how it's going to work, how much you need, what pace you need, how long, et cetera. So, you know, that's kind of like the, the rules of like you were saying the, the, the old paradigm business of that rigid structure Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't doesn't work. And I mean, I think the whole topic of like new earth business is fascinating because we're we're all figuring it out right now. Well, it's heart centered. And yeah. so, as you said, with your GPS check in, when we do that and we we make decisions, life decisions, that is a beautiful way to create. And that's what that's that's what we're here for. And so we're not going to be out of the body. We're going to bring the soul into the body. Yeah, Yeah, I think it's fascinating. And you know what you're talking about with you, you know, some people will be able to integrate it faster. Some people will need time, right? Sometimes it takes years, a couple of years. Doesn't have Mm -hmm. to be, doesn't have to be a decade anymore, but it, it does take time. So that's beautiful. Thank you so much for that. Sure. Thank you. And now as we wrap up our circle, let's talk about your recent story, your journey, because this is fascinating. We were talking about how people in, if you're in 5D and you've got your idea, you want to be protective, or I I don't want to say the word protective, but you don't want to go and share that with people who are going to share opinions. Now, something recently happened in your life, and you saw people take both sides. You saw the Mm -hmm. lower dimensional side and the higher dimensional side. And that is a beautiful story because it's illustrative of your, your journey in 5D with your intentions and... That is just a beautiful journey, and it led you to a beloved and India. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I have to say, like, what is totally different about this experience, about meeting someone in my soul group um, across the world and then deciding within, you know, at three months later to fly there, um, it was all in the now without an agenda. Did this happen around 1221, 2017? 1214 is when we met. See, that is the window. That was a very powerful window. Uh, Particle convergence. It's the time between the eclipse of Mm -hmm. August 2017 
and that winter solstice. Yeah. Yeah, twelve you're, fourteen. You're, you're the second person. Well, actually, the third person now who has just reported a, a, a complete timeline jump. Yeah, timeline switch. Uh, where and and not only that, like not only us meeting and you know me flying there and us being able to you know meet meet in the physical, um, etc. Is I felt. Um, with our meeting that we had timelines drop. I had timelines drop. Yes, dropping or collapsing timelines. Yeah. Now, what do you mean by that? What was that like? I mean, is it just like you just went through years or what? No, what happened was um, I uh, some of my coding and matrix programs dropped out. And so what had, meaning like when they were in me, they were nagging at me or, you know, uh-huh. circling in my mind and the, um, like, I guess the mental recording and the feeling that they caused dropped. Mm-hmm. So an example was um, lack programs and worry about money, which was very strong in my family line. Um, and I'd been working on it, you know by degree, you know, degree by degree. But um, this last uh, upgrade that I just experienced where I felt it just dropped out. And I'm like, when sometimes when this happens, you know, you're thinking like, uh, should I be worried? Like (laughs) my worry that I've, you know, has been like gnawing (laughs) at me in my system for how many years is just gone. Yes. Liberation. Yeah. Okay. Living from that 5D vibration it is a vibration centered in the heart you will collapse timelines you make um, new decisions yeah we're not worried we're not you don't worry mm-hmm. yeah and and so seeing that drop and another thing that i thought was interesting is you know i went to india and so india you know is known for being very spiritual and people having these transformative spiritual experiences so I thought you know maybe that'll happen to me but I think because I'm already in 5d I went and I was I'm holding the vibration already that there are people just like you said all over the world that are there or not there it doesn't matter where you are and so I was there and I didn't have any crazy I had one very spiritual experience in Lakshmi's temple, you know, goddess. It was beautiful. Yeah. Yes. And she's actually the abundance goddess. I know. I mean, I went into several temples and and I was with my, my soul family (laughs) partner. And I was just like, okay, come on, let's go, you know, with these temples. But I was in Lakshmi's and I was trying not to cry. I mean, my whole body was vibrating. Wow. Okay. So, so here you are in India and you Mm -hmm. just went for it. So what was that like when you met him? Um, it was, I guess we, we laughed. We like laughed the whole, (laughs) the whole way. Like he picked me up and we were just, we were just laughing. I mean, we couldn't believe it that we were sitting there next to each other. That it actually happened. You said you dropped a lot of timelines. Do you feel there's past life connection there? Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I also, you know, if 
I, I have like my consultant team. So I have like a couple, um, seers that when I'm making an emotional decision, you know, and I'm checking in and I'm feeling like guided to go a certain way, you know, I did ask, you know, I, I still asked two, um, people, uh, that helped me, you know, that are seers that I was like, you know, am I crazy or what? I, I just need to know. Yeah. And I got the, you know, you guys have past life stuff. You guys are soul family. Like all this stuff you're feeling energetically is, is on. And I'm like, okay, you know, this is, this is what I need to hear versus being, not being discerning in who I'm talking to. Because when I wasn't, I was getting, uh, it feels like a toxic, a toxic, you know, opinion that is like slams you down, mm-hmm. constricts you. It almost hurts. And so I knew like, you know, I got to, I need to steer myself away from, from that. Yes. That's the inner GPS of the heart. Mm-hmm. If it, and it didn't feel, uh-huh. it doesn't feel heart based when someone says something judgmental. Exactly. <laughs> Right. And so, I mean, this is interesting because it, it could be family members. Oh, yeah. I didn't tell my family. <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't tell, I mean, my extended family or, or, um, you know, my children are too young to really understand. So that's not related. But no, I, a long time ago, um, maybe five years ago, I mean, maybe about 10 years ago, I started disentangling, you know, um, part of that 40 process is disentangling from people who are not choosing to, um, you know, walk into new earth. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. and, and we all have to do it. So I started disentangling from them, but you know, once again, like this, this, a decision like this, a life decision like this, where my inner GPS is and my heart is, you know, like a magnet. I'm going to listen to that versus, you know, when you, when like judgmental comments. Right. Because in a, in a 3d world, they would, someone would just think that this is a scam artist trying to take you for your money. Right. And in the 3d world, no one can see and people can't feel. And so this is from a 5d perspective. And now you just went there and met him and you just got back from there. You went to the beautiful temples Mm-hmm. This is New Earth. It's a global place where I I see it as no passports someday. Yeah, where we can I've travel freely. That. You did mm-hmm. interesting, yeah. and then it makes you think: When did passports come around? Yeah, I was like, why Why do we even have passports? Why am you know? Why do I have to go through all this just to go there? In some countries, you need visas. <laughs> I needed a visa, yeah. I did. This is the first time I had to. I've traveled to many countries, and this was the first one I needed a visa. Yes. Yeah, so, you know, it's just interesting. So my point here is that you living from this fifth dimensional vibration, perspective, beingness, you were able to create that boundary or take down that boundary and now it's a global relationship so that's going to be interesting because he's in india and you're here in the u.s Mm -hmm. you're right actually about taking down the boundary and holding the boundary so you have to hold the boundary with old paradigm um 
you know, holding that boundary of not letting it in or imagining it bouncing off of your boundary so that it doesn't get in <laughs> and start entangling and kind of detonating and um, pulling you out of alignment. So the, and then opening the boundary to the new earth is I'm feeling good about this. I feel okay. You know, I have some nerves, but overall I'm getting a big yes. I'm going to be okay. I can go do this. That's the compass. Yes. Beautiful. This feeling, following your feeling, mm-hmm. bringing the soul into the body, surrendering the ego. Yeah, and it's the, that's where it's, you know, once again, like we talked about, it's the flip. And so the flip is, you know, in 3D, it's, you have to see it. You have to see it before you for it to be true or for you to do something or make a decision. Mm-hmm. But in 5D, I don't see anything <laughs> of any of these, you know, 5D heart-based decisions. I can't see. And I make the decisions. And it's it's taken, you know, like getting my sea legs, my 5D <laughs> legs, of being like, this works. Yeah. And you just have to keep practicing that it does work. And when mm-hmm. I do make those heart-based decisions where I can't see physically, but I'm going with my feeling then I, oh, like, basically always am happy. I never regret the, the, these types of de- decisions. It's beautiful. And really, I love that you help people to live that way as well. And I see a world where people will live that way. It's awesome. It'll be beautiful. Yeah. It'll be connected. That is 5D and above. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, Tracy Kenline, thank you so much for this quantum conversation of truly living in the 5D. It's a beautiful story because we don't have to sit and wait for anything. We can do it right here, right now, with ease and grace. Right, and it's nothing fancy or complicated. (laughs) (laughs) Any last words you'd like to share with our listeners before we say goodbye? Uh, my main thing, like I just said, is that, um, you know, I'm, I overcomplicated things and I, um, didn't get into my body fast enough. So, um, whether you have some sort of dramatic experience or you don't, it all will work for all of us. If, you know, we have that soul mission and, and intention for five to do 5D. Yes, we don't have to go off in a cave or somewhere remote. We can have our families and bring it. And so that's what I love about you. You give a lot of inspiration to, I know, many young mothers out there. So Mm -hmm. it's awesome, woman. Thank you, goddess. Yeah, raising our kids. Honestly, it's anchoring the goddess in when you have to be here in your home taking care of your children. And so yeah. it is a very spiritual experience. Um, it's a very like ascension, new earth, et cetera type experience to have to be here and not leave your body and then say, okay, how do I do this? How do I, you know, do these, these kind of tasks as a mother, you know, embodying the new energy and holding it. 
with very little sleep as a young mother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, beautiful Tracy, thank you for this show. I it's practical advice for being and hanging out in 5D. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the quantum conversation. Thank you, Lauren. And now it's time to dance our way to the cosmic heart. Enjoy. Everybody's talking at me I don't hear a word they're saying Only the echoes of my mind People stop and staring I can't see their faces Only the shadows of their eyes I'm going where the sun keeps shining Through the pouring rain I'm going where the weather suits my clothes again Banking off of the northeast wind Sailing on a summer breeze Skipping over the ocean Like a stone
Birds are flowing out like endless rain into a paper cup. They slither wildly as they slip away across the universe. Pools of sorrow, waves of joy are drifting through my open mind, possessing and caressing me. Sadiyo se ye chal ra 
रहा है हर पल ऐसे बदल रहा है गिरता है फिर संभल रहा है पाओ ये धूप और छाओ का जय Places all around the way, and I've seen a lot of joy, and I've seen a lot of pain. But I don't wanna write a love song for a girl. I just wanna sing a song for the moms of the world. I said junkies on the corner always calling my name. Kids on the corner playing ghetto games. When I saw you getting down, girl, I hope it was you. And I looked into your eyes, and I knew it was true. I said, Hey, I'll be gone today, but I'll be back coming round the way. I seem like everywhere I go, the more I see, the less I know. Not a highly metaphysical man, but I know when the stars are aligned, you can bump into a person in the middle of the road, look into their eyes, and you suddenly know. Rocking in the dance hall, moving with you, dancing in the night in the middle of June. I said, my mama told me don't lose you, 'cause the best luck I had was you. I say, hey, I'll be gone today, but I'll be back, come around away. It seems like everywhere I go. More I see, the less I know. But I know one thing that I love you. I 
as they go across the universe to the cosmic heart. I'd like to thank my wonderful team at AcousticHealth.com, Heidi, Tony, Tom, Pam, Suzanne, and Garner, who assist with the production of Quantum Conversations, online healing retreats, and more. And thank you, too, for listening. If you've enjoyed this program, please share it with your friends and loved ones. And we thank you for shining your magnificent light and adding it to the world. This is when we love ourselves like no one else can. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music, available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste. Namaste.